0: Today, we're heading to a spot in Ireland where the history revolves around pirate queens and holy mountains. Join me as we head up to Westport in County Mayo. heading a bit north of the tourist trail in this podcast up to Westport in County Mayo and I am speaking with Biddy and Biddy what exactly is it that you do? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't ask this and I should have I I wasn't uh, I wasn't thinking in our pre our pre-chat.
1: Not at all well Jodie, I'm delighted thank you for having me. And I suppose I'm part of a team of people that bring Westport House to life for our visitors. So I'm a bit of a jack-of-all-trades. It's that kind of a place. Um, But I suppose my two main areas of responsibility are kind of making sure the operations, the whole place is up and running from a general management perspective, as well as the promotions, the sales and marketing behind the place, so making sure people know all about us and and that they um, try to bring people in to visit the place.
0: Wonderful. And Westport House is... You know, like I said, it's it's a bit north of the, the that kind of invisible line between Galway and Dublin, that mm-hmm. a lot of tourists don't have a tendency to, you know, venture north of. So, you know, Westport is such a beautiful village, and Westport House has a history that that goes back a long, long way, and it's a fascinating place to visit.
1: It sure is. It sure is. And you know, you're so right about Westport. It's it's. Um For the the overseas, for the international visitors and the U.S. um, in particular, it's a real hidden gem. It's it's very well known and very popular with Irish people, so people in the know in the country. It would be up there, it's it's the number one tourist destination in the country, to be honest. It's been voted the best place to live in Ireland by the Irish Times newspaper, um, and it's won multiple awards for its presentation and for tourism. So it's really well known in the Irish market but not yet very well known to the overseas market. So definitely a really, really good time to visit the town, uh, the town itself. Now, the town is celebrating, we're celebrating our 250th birthday this year. So we've got lots and lots of celebrations going on in Westport. Um, and Westport House um, plays a huge part in that, because really the, the people who built Westport House back in, uh, well, their, their history, as you said, it go, they go back to the, 16th century to a pirate queen who had a castle on the site that the current house is built on. So the story dates back, you know, five centuries um, to this fabulous pirate queen who ruled the seas from Scotland to Spain. Her name was Grace O'Malley, and she, in my mind, would be um, inspirational had she lived today for everything that she achieved five centuries ago. She's amazing.
0: Right. We for, love her. For people who. Um Kind of, you know, they hear five centuries and can't quite wrap their head around that time frame. She was a contemporary of Queen Elizabeth I and actually had some direct connection with Elizabeth. um, In fact, going to, as far as going to Mm -hmm. London to uh, kind of hash out some differences there. So it's it's a great story.
1: She's amazing. And we love, love, love speaking about her. Um, She was a phenomenal, as I say, she was amazing for her time and yes, she managed to negotiate the the politics of court back in the 16th century to to finagle it so that she could meet Queen Elizabeth I in order to negotiate her son's freedom. Her son had been taken capture by Queen Elizabeth's agent in the west of Ireland because she was such a a devil and such a thorn in his side being the pirate queen that she was. So, uh Miss George Bingham um captured her son and thought that he was going to, to um get the upper hand on Grace O'Malley in having done that, but actually what she did was she decided she would go sail over to Greenwich in London and negotiate the, the um politics at court. She spent two years there learning the ways of, of um uh the ways of the world and finally got a viewing or a meeting with Queen Elizabeth I. And at this stage the two ladies were there were two old women they, um, they they had to communicate in Latin because obviously Queen Elizabeth spoke English and Grace O'Malley spoke Gaelic or Irish, so they couldn't converse in their their own mother tongue. So they conversed in Latin, in their the two of them in their their early 60s, as as and acknowledging each other as contemporaries, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, for anybody to to get to meet the Queen of England, let alone this amazing woman from the, the wild west of Ireland. Um, was just stunning. And she managed to negotiate her son's freedom and sail back to, to Ireland and, and, um, and live out her days in peace. So she's she's a phenomenal character. And that's only one of the stories. I mean, we can talk about her all day.
0: We really could. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, but it's a great, kind of a great ground story for what became Westport House because until recently, that that plot of land and that house was in the same family. So you know, kind of kind of ran through the the family for a number of years.
1: Absolutely. So the current house, the, the, the stunning house, and I do encourage people to, to check out our website because it's it's the kind of place that needs to be seen. Um, it is a beautiful house. It's been called the most beautiful house in Ireland. And it was the current version of the house was built in 1730 on the ruins of one of Gráinne Wales' castles. And in fact, the dungeons from one of our castles are still in the basement of the house. So you can still see her remnants there. So there's a physical connection to Grace O'Malley, but there's also a family connection. The Brown family that you mentioned, um, who built the house back in 1730, they actually still do own it. Um, it's, it's in the process of being sold to another local family, which is, which is a really good news story. But currently, um, it is still owned by the Brown family, who built it back in 1730. And the two daughters who, who run the business, they're actually Grace O'Malley's great, 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 great times 14 granddaughters. So they're her 14th great-granddaughters and the house is built on the side of one of her castles um, and as I say the house itself is, is just gorgeous. There's something like, it, it's purely a museum house, it's not a um, an accommodation or a hotel, it's, it's purely, it, it's basically like walking back into the 18th century when you walk into the house and that's kind of what we're trying to, to get across is what life would have been like, that kind of Downton Abbey type experience if you like uh, back in the 18th century and our visitors love it.
0: And it's a beautiful house. I mean, I, I remember um, our first visit, we were walking upstairs, and I, I said to my husband, I said, I think that's a, it's a Renoir, right? On In the upstairs, um, there's a painting. And he argued with me about it, saying, no, there is no way it could be an original. And it is. So there's, there's you know- amazing paintings and statuing and, and things like that through the
1: through the house that just will blow you away yeah no there's a, there's thousands literally thousands of of pieces of artwork and artifacts throughout the whole house that that you know literally around every corner you could spend hours in that house i mean i'm still finding stuff that um in the house having been here seven years still finding um beautiful pieces that you know gosh you kind of overlook because you're kind of looking at the bigger wow stuff
0: mm-hmm. it's a fabulous
1: fabulous house
0: and then you also have you also have um, events that go on there, so it's not just one of those things where you know people can come and tour the house, which of course they can do. But then throughout the year you have different events, and then there are always things going on on the grounds.
1: Mm, absolutely. So it's the house itself, as you say, is is lovely. Um, but I suppose back when it was opened as a visitor attraction in the '60s, um, Lord and Lady Altmont they realised that, gosh, on the west coast of Ireland, you know, there aren't that many people that are only interested in historic houses. So they started to add other attractions. So they were really creative in their approach to to this house. You know, I mean, they opened it um, out of necessity, really. There had been a kind of a, a, a succession of, of deaths in the family, and, and as a result, um, death duties or inheritance taxes, for want of a better word, Uh, that were crippling the place. So they had no choice, really, but to open it up to the public. And in doing so, they kind of realized, gosh, you know, the house itself is great and beautiful, but you know what, these heritage enthusiasts are bringing their kids along and we should provide something for the kids. So out of that grew um, the Pirate Adventure Park, which is, um, I wouldn't call it a theme park, it's more of a kind of an old school type adventure park for kids under 12. So it's a mecca, and at the moment, because it's it's, um, I suppose it's almost our equivalent to spring break here, our Easter midterm break, we're um, welcoming hundreds of families at the moment um, with loads of kids running around enjoying slides and boats and our giant swans and train rides and log flume splash rides and swinging ships and all sorts. So the Pirate Adventure Park is, is, is just one attraction. There's a whole bunch of carnival rides. We have um, a caravan and camping park on site. We have a sightseeing train tour. And as you say, we do a whole bunch of events throughout the year as well, mm-hmm. just to keep giving people a reason to come back to see us, you know, and to make sure that we're, I suppose, have that seasonality that people want. You know, not everybody will, will visit us during the summer months.
0: I know that um, that when we visited, we did high ropes. Is that still? Yes. so? Yes. And then there was uh, something with, like, an archery tag,
1: <laughs> yeah so we have um, we actually have a bunch of adventure activities for, for older kids so I mean we talked about the kids under 12 and we have the grown-ups covered in the house you know but we need something for we needed something for those teenagers and kind of 20 30 somethings so yeah we have um, we've got Ireland's longest zip wire on the site and we have archery is really really popular uh, because I suppose it's also it's so fitting it's so of the place to to, to shoot a bow and arrow um, and likewise, we have um, we do have a new, brand new, brilliant orienteering course.
0: Oh, fabulous! Throughout
1: the site, yeah, it's great.
0: And then another thing you've just added is a falconer.
1: Yes, I was hoping you'd mention this. Oh, Our new, a well, uh, brand new birds' <laughs> prey centre.
0: Jason is fabulous because he is also at another great place in Mayo called Mount Falcon, mm-hmm. and. So that's how I, when I saw that he was there, I was kind of, you, you know. You recognized excited. his face, didn't I you? I recognized <laughs> his face and I was excited because he is brilliant.
1: He sure is. He is so passionate and enthusiastic and knowledgeable about these beautiful birds. Every single person who attends one of his shows or does one of his private hawk walks around the grounds, the first word out of their mouth is that was brilliant. Uh, everybody just absolutely adores it. So he's got, we've got white owls called Ghost. We've got Gandalf, the great grey owl. We've got falcons, peregrine falcons, the fastest animals on earth, um, as well as his partner Ella with him, delivering a show daily at three o'clock. And then for anybody who, um, who wants to have more of a kind of, I suppose, more of a powerful experience, he'll do a private hawk walk through the woods and you put on the leather gauntlet or the leather glove and you feel the kind of mighty power of this bird, you know, this this bird of prey coming flying in at warp speed to land on your arm, but landing like a feather. I mean, it just blows people away. It's it's an, an amazing experience.
0: There's there's nothing like it because yeah, just to feel. You've that done heart. it, right? I have. I have with Jason. <laughs> um, he was he was the first hawk walk we did actually, and. You know, to feel that, to have that hawk's eyes on you, and know they're focused on you, you kind of get an mm-hmm. idea of what maybe that mouse feels like. <laughs> <I> feel like <laughs> a little
1: mouse, yeah.
0: Um, but then they do. They land so lightly on your arm, and it's amazing that this massive bird can weigh so little. It's yeah. it's an amazing, amazing thing. So, but that's so that's brand new. I was excited to see that happening. it
1: is. I mean, we've we've worked with Jason for quite a number of years. He was with us a few years ago, and he's come back again. Um, And we couldn't be happier, to be honest with you. He just, he is such uh, such an ideal fit for the place. Our visitors absolutely love the experience, and he's just, um, yeah, everybody goes away wowed by the whole experience. It's brilliant.
0: It is. Now, you also, you know, in addition to having, you know, the amazing house, and the um, you know the the camping on site and and I think you have do you have yurts or or
1: yeah belt like tents yeah we 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 rent out belt tents for people who want to try camping but really can't be bothered to put up a tent or, or don't want to but to buy all of the stuff you know they just want to do it for a couple of nights
0: right. so yeah we
1: make that happen which is great
0: and you have the adventure park and you have the the more um, active you know adventures for older. And then mm-hmm. you host, I mean, you host events. Like you said, you just had Easter. I know you do a fabulous Halloween. And there were a few other things you do during the year as well. So it's, you, you know, you can, you can visit at any time, but then you can also visit for these kind of special, special events. Yeah.
1: Mm, absolutely. So we do a mixture of kind of our own events that we run, which are things like our Easter egg hunt and our, our giant pink bunny comes out to join us and is a massive hit. Our Halloween fest event, which you experienced with the family, which is um, all about kind of pumpkin carving and uh, meeting the white cat and going down to the dungeons and scary story time and things like that. And then at Christmas, we do a really magical um, winter wonderland experience where kitties come into the house and they get to sit with Mrs. Claus by the fireside and hear stories. And then we go and meet Santa Claus and he has something special today to each of the kiddies and and we have a lovely train ride in the grounds and we make um, yuletide logs for the family to take home. It's really, really special. And then we also partner with other people to run events. So we do some really big events on the lawn like music festivals and we have um, some really big American acts actually, Nashville acts, coming to a brand new festival that's going to happen. So Nashville comes to Westport. Um at the end of August, the twenty sixth and twenty seventh of August, and we'll have Miranda Lampert and we'll have oh, Charlie God. Pride. Yeah, I know. Can you believe it? No way. So I'll be getting I'll be getting my Stetson out and I'll be getting my um cowboy boots out to to yeah, to have a a good old country hoedown with, with Charlie Pride in oh, Westport. Oh my
0: gosh, that's just yeah. amazing. That's fabulous.
1: You know. It's gonna be amazing. I can't believe it to be honest with you, yeah.
0: Now Westport itself, so Westport House, obviously, is a great reason to visit Westport. And, you know, I know from I, – I fell in love with Westport for, during our first visit, and, and we actually have returned a couple of times.
1: Um, we captured because, your heart, didn't we? Oh,
0: my gosh, yes. It's Yeah, I, people actually ask me, they say, what's your favorite county? And it's kind of like, you know, picking my favorite child, but – I have to tell you, Westport. <laughs> I, I tell people if I could move, it would be Mayo. Yeah, the best place to live in Ireland. Something about that, but um, Westport itself really laid out to be a very easy to maneuver city. It's very square. It's very yeah. walkable, and it's just. It's one of beautiful. it's one of the few
1: planned towns in Ireland, uh, Jody. It, and literally, I think there's three towns in Ireland that were planned. A lot of other towns literally grew up mm-hmm. around. Um, industry or ports or you know organically I suppose for want of a better word whereas Westport was was very much planned and it, it goes back to um, I mentioned earlier it's the town's 250th birthday this year and that it, it we date the birthday back to an advert that was placed in a, a, a paper in Dublin on St. Patrick's Day in 1767 advertising for tradesmen and craftsmen and carpenters to come and build the new town of Westport. And basically, what it was was the the Lord of the Manor at Westport House employed an architect, and it was it was um, I suppose the the Brown family that uh, were the patron of this new town of Westport. They decided, you know, they really wanted to create um, a lovely settlement, and they wanted to extend their own estate and 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 build that out. And so they literally picked up and moved to people's houses and set up a lovely um, structured town. So there's a lovely um, um, linear pattern to it. They they canalised the river. So the river was a very winding um, Karabeg River, and it's been canalised with beautiful tree-lined avenue on either side, and there were Georgian buildings built on either side. Um, they built the linen mills at the harbour, and in fact there was a thriving linen industry for years, um, but we're left with some beautiful old buildings out of the harbour now that the, 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 the mill business has, has gone astry, uh, astray. The um, the mills are, are left intact and, and have been rejuvenated for a variety of uses. And so the whole town, I suppose, was built. Um, you know, there's such a massive connection between Westport and Westport House. You know, the whole town is the way it is because of that that estate. And likewise, I mean, you know, I've spoken a lot about the built aspect of the town but I mean if you look at the um, you know when you come into Westport, when you drive in um, the main road into the town the first thing that people notice is how green it is okay. you know there is so much planting so much so many trees and green areas in the town and they really um, make the experience the whole urban experience of the town really really special mm-hmm. and then you have you know then you just happen to have have a fantastic town council who in the last 20 years have really worked with all of the businesses in the town to really um, bring up the standard, bring up the, the planting, the beautiful flowers throughout the place, the presentation of all the shops and the businesses. So it's a really cute town, you know. It's, it's got all those, you know, what, what your listeners will imagine, you know, all those multicolored shop fronts and the old, quaint, kind of old-style shop fronts. We've managed to retain an awful lot of that. So it's a really charming, pretty town to walk around as well. It's lovely.
0: It is. It's, and it's perfect um – for a, a few days stay there are uh, we stayed in actually an Airbnb apartment that was right on the canal and Gorgeous. you know and you you just you walk into the village you buy your groceries you know you stop and you maybe have a drink sitting outside of a pub and and there's you know bakeries and and little shops it's just it's perfect it's just a perfect it's very easy little isn't it town. it is it's very much
1: Jodie, I wouldn't be surprised if you came back with the family to, to settle down someday. Because, I mean, that's one thing, like, Westport has a very authentic, small Irish town feel to it. It's, it's got something really special. I, you know, I don't mean to just keep going on about what we great, but it really does. I mean, what we've found over the years, and I'm, I'm from Westport. I left, I lived in California for years, and I came home, and this is where I wanted to be. You know, this is where I wanted to bring up my kids, even though I had an amazing time. I love San Francisco, but I wanted to come home to Westport, and I feel very blessed that I did. But a lot of people that come to Westport, you know, as holidaymakers, makers. They like it so much that I think, gosh, I'm going to buy a property and I'm going to move back there. So it's got a really nice kind of cosmopolitan feel to it, as well. That makes people, I think, uh, makes everybody feel feel comfortable because you do hear French and German accents, and American accents, and English accents, and these are people that have settled down and made their lives here. So it's uh, it's got a lovely um, blend to it, a kind of cultural blend as well, on top of the, the you know the strong Irish notes, if you like.
0: Yeah, it's. You know, it's really one of those those towns that you can pop in for a few days, and you instantly feel very comfortable. Um, yeah. It, it's yeah, it's a great town. It, I just and every time I get people to get up that way, it's one of the the raves that I hear is oh my gosh, Westport was just amazing. It blew me away. So and do you know? Do you know what I
1: think? One of the things is though, Jody. Really, I think a lot of um, a lot, of, a lot of Westport is, like if you look at the hotels in Westport for example, there's, there's uh, I think 11, 12 hotels in, in the whole um, area, they're all owned by families from the town. You know, none of them are, are big multinational groups, you know, you won't find a Hilton, no offence to Hilton, they're, they're fabulous mm-hmm. product, but these are all individual properties that are run by families who are steeped in the town and they take great pride in their place and in extending that, that warm welcome and, and every business. In the town. So, I mean, I talked at the, at the top about, you know, Westport House is, is still family-owned, and that's what makes us one of the things that makes us really different. And, and one of the things that, I, that we're all thrilled, you know, with the new ownership um, and, and with the transition to the new owners. I mean, we're absolutely thrilled that the new owners are from Westport. You know, there are three brothers who own a hotel in town and own a, a, a very successful workwear business as well. But the fact that, that Westport House will stay in family ownership is, is really special. And I think it's one of the things about the whole town of Westward and all of the businesses in Westport is that it really does have that family feel and you're getting to meet real Irish people. You know, our holidaymakers and our visitors get to meet real Irish people. And that's what, you know, I mean, I know if I go to, to America, I want to meet, meet Americans, you know. So, I mean, that's what people, such a big part of coming to Ireland is meeting really friendly, nice Irish people and having the crack and, you know, having a bit of fun and getting under the covers a little bit.
0: Right, right. Now, obviously, you know, because you you are at Westport House, we've talked pretty extensively on Westport House, which is kind of that star attraction, if you will, for Westport. Mm -hmm. But so that people have kind of an idea of other things to do, I know there are a few. uh, Crowpatrick, which is the Holy Mountain, is just south of town.
1: Beautiful, and you absolutely can, beautiful. you know,
0: if you are up to it, you can climb it. I know that I haven't you, can, you,
1: can, you don't have to. And this is what I tell people. You know, if you want to climb it and you've got kind of three to four hours to do that, this, the view, it's so well worth it. It's gorgeous. But, likewise, you only have to go a couple of hundred metres or, you know, a few hundred feet mm-hmm. up to, to to be able to get that view of Clue Bay, the the, the the wild Atlantic. This, this, the, the bay that Westport is set in is called Clue Bay, and there's, there's something like 365 islands. Mm-hmm. In the bay so um, it's worth going up Crow Patrick even as I say even just a few hundred um, feet to get that view because it's stunning Mm -hmm. and then you can pick the island that you want to go and visit
0: (laughs) and then yeah so again there's you know obviously boat tours out Um, there is the Great Western Greenway which is an Mm -hmm. amazing bike ride we actually did the entire thing last summer so all 43 kilometers I dragged my girls down it yeah they were hurting by the end what an achievement it, it, yeah, it was amazing, and uh, not far out from Westport is the Irish. Let's see if I can get this right. The Irish Museum of Country Life.
1: Very good. Very Art, good.
0: And yes. definitely worth seeing. So, I think? mean, there's, there's, and and I mean, I know I'm missing something else. There's, there's so much more to do.
1: That, you know, look at there there is we're blessed in West and in the whole Mayo region, you know we really are blessed with things to do the great western Greenway, as you said it's a fantastic day out for all ages to be honest with you and and the beauty of the Greenway is not everybody has to do all forty two kilometers or twenty six miles you can you can you know work with a bike hire company and they 'll drop you out to the scenic points that <laughs> you can do yes. you know as much or as little as you feel comfortable doing you know mm-hmm. and they'll also another thing they do that I think is cool is. They can arrange to do, um, bring picnics for you or they can arrange for you to cycle to a certain point, have a picnic, and then hop in a kayak and go for a little kayak out in the bay and then hop back on your bike. So, I mean, there's loads of different ways you can experience the Greenway, um, which are really fun and, and quite different. Um, and then, as you say, yeah, the National Museum of Country Life in Castlebar is stunning. You know, it, it kind of it takes a slice of life from 1850 to 1950. And it just, I suppose, it talks about rural country Ireland and the farming lifestyle and uh, it just tells the story so well it's got thousands of of um, artifacts relating to that period and a really great team of people there that just love to talk about it too it's brilliant absolutely brilliant and then you probably did you make it to Ackle did you spend some time in Ackle while you were here Jodie we
0: drove around Ackle one day and I tell you it was so windy we wouldn't let the girls out of the car um,
1: yes, yeah, wild. When you talk about the Wild Atlantic Way, <laughs> it, that's Ackle. It's gorgeous.
0: Absolutely stunning up there, yes. But you don't yeah. want anybody
1: to get blown away because it's a right?
0: Right, exactly, exactly. And, it, you know, there are days, the day we were up there, I mean, the wind was so fierce that the signs were vibrating. And, I mean, you could see how the signs, oh you know, had curled from the wind and they were just, they were humming with, with so much wind. And wow. uh, there was a cyclist that day who was cycling oh, and you know, and those those cliffs and the climbs. And I have to tell you, there were times I was amazed his bike just you know, he he was just at the right angle. You could almost imagine, you know, kind of like that Wizard of Oz moment where the bike goes up yeah. in the sky. I, I could totally yes. see that happening that day. Oh bless. Um, <laughs>
1: that is hardcore.
0: It really was. But it's amazing, beautiful. I mean, just wild blow your mind. You know, you you think the cliffs of Moher are beautiful, and you get out onto Ackle Island around those cliffs, and you're the only one there usually. Mm,
1: and yeah, just
0: a sight that will blow you away, definitely.
1: Yeah, you can. That's for sure.
0: But and then you know you have the evenings in and around Westport as well. Yeah. you have you know terrific restaurants and. And great pubs and music and of course, you know, kids are allowed in the pubs so everybody can enjoy it. It's you know, you get out of the big cities and and the you know, the pub you really start to understand that pub culture that
1: Absolutely. And Camir, did you get to to Matt Malloy's Matt Malloy's pub, the I bet you did, the chieftains, you know the the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. big traditional Irish act. So Matt Malloy is the flute player and he is a fantastic pub in the centre of town. And if you're looking for a session, a traditional Irish music session, you've got to go to Mount It's fantastic. Brilliant, brilliant spot. But one of those, just, and in fact, it's only one of, I think we have 52 pub licenses in Westport. Jodie, can you believe, for for a town with a population of 5,000 people. (laughs) There you go. We've got one pub for every 100 people. There you go. But uh, you know, so you've got plenty of choice. But Matt Malloy's would definitely be be be, be one for the, for the books. But there's you know there's also Johnny Moran's, which is one of those um, really old school style pubs that still has the grocery shop at the front, the grocery store in mm-hmm. front, so you can buy your cornflakes and your tea and your sugar uh, while you have your pint. <laughs> so it's those. definitely one to experience. It's one of my one of my favourites. And then as you say, loads of live music. I mean there's there's sessions in, in Cobbler's Bar, and my local pub would be McGing's, which is a little, little bit off the beaten path, but, you know, you could you could be in there one night and listen to, to jazz, and the next night you could be listening to bluegrass, and the next night you could be listening to traditional. So, it's a great, yeah, it's a great little town for, for, for the nightlife as well, in fairness. Brilliant town.
0: Perfect. And then, you know, I'm going back to something you said at the very beginning, um, that we kind of brushed over, you, uh, Westport House runs a tourist train. And that goes into town, doesn't it?
1: It does. It does. And do you know what? It's, it's an adorable little um, land train. So it's a train that drives on the roads, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's akin to a, to an open-top bus tour, if you like. It's a sightseeing tour of the town. So it takes in the town center um, through the, the the planned streets that I spoke about earlier. It brings you through the Westport House estate, and then it brings you out to the harbor, which is almost like another village beside the town. So you get to kind of, um, and I always recommend to people to to, to hop on the Westport train tour. You know, in the first kind of um, day or two of the visit, I know it's something I always do when I go to a new city, I'll do the Open Top Bus Tour to kind of get a sense of the place and pick out the places I want to go back to. So the train tour kind of allows people to get that. And it also tells the story of the town, kind of both the history of it, as well as kind of pointing out some of the, the the newer attractions and things to do and just some of the quirky stories about the place as well. It's fun. Good fun. Oh,
0: excellent. Excellent. Well, now that we have sold everyone on Westport. <laughs> <laughs> Hope so. Um, we're going to kind of wrap this up with a question that I ask everyone who is kind enough to come chat with me, and that is, what are three places in Ireland that you think tourists should make it a point to see?
1: Okay, so this weekend I've got some time off and I want to do something special with my kids before they go back to school. So we're going down to um, a place called Tully Cross, which is in Connemara, and there's a fabulous beach down there called Glacelon Beach. I totally recommend, if you want to get away and get to the edge of the world, definitely look up Glacelon Beach, head for Tully Cross, and if you're looking for somewhere today you can stay in Renville House Hotel, it's a, it's a gorgeous little spot. hmm hmm really lovely the other thing i recommend people do when they come to ireland because it's very different is take a seaweed bath so there are some old victorian style seaweed bath houses in enniscrone in well pardon me enniscrone is it's on the border between mayo and Sligo, okay and it's it's also it happens to be on a beautiful beach where you can kind of go and take a big blustery wild walk and then hop into the steaming hot Um, literally an old wooden steam box and then get into the the Victoria bath with the seaweed and I can guarantee you your skin will never feel so soft it's unbelievable it's got great medicinal purposes and then another place we visited uh, about three years ago with, with the family we went down to Kerry and Kerry and the Killarney area is absolutely stunning. It's a really, I know it's, it's, it's on that, that, that well-trodden tourist loop, but, but I have to say it's for good reason. It's a really, really beautiful part of Ireland, and I highly recommend people visit it.
0: Excellent, yeah. And, and Killarney is one of those places, you know, obviously it's the gateway to the Ring of Kerry. The um, yes. single peninsula is becoming more and more well-known. So. It's gorgeous.
1: Definitely a must-do, but don't forget the seaweed baths. If you ever get the opportunity, it's very, very different, um, but I can guarantee you it'll feel oh, it fabulous. Sounds
0: fabulous. Well, Biddy, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. This was just an amazing chat, and I, I hope it has convinced some people to maybe get, you know, a little bit north of that tourist track and, and get into Mayo, because it's an amazing area, and Westport is just such a fabulous town, and obviously – you know that that gem of Westport House is something everybody should make time to visit.
1: Well, we would love, love, love to have your listeners come and visit with us, Jodie, and thanks a million for for inviting me on. It's been lovely chatting to you as always. Absolute pleasure. And and if any of your your, your listeners have any questions, or if I can ever um, answer at all, they can they can visit our website at westporthouse.ie and just send an email to us, and you can put it to my attention, to Biddy's attention, and uh, I'll be happy to answer anything I, I can do if they're coming into the region.